So I was thinking, how have things changed? We hone in on this during my talk with returning guests and friend, Phil Davis, currently a foreign affairs officer for the Department of State. We catch up with Phil about some changes in his life since we last chatted, how moving back to the East Coast has impacted him, in addition to recapping the pandemic and his perspective on some critical moments from last year as a black man here in the States. We end by discussing Phil's hopes for 2021. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. All right. Well, uh, yeah, happy to have you back again. You know, for those who are following season one, uh, obviously this is the one and only Phil Davis, a.k.a. Thomas Crown. But 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 yeah, man, uh, you know, happy to have you back on here. Just chatting up. I, I think uh, it was such a good conversation last time that I, I figured, you know, why not have somebody back from season one? You know, for those who aren't familiar, Phil is there. He's you know, I'm sure you could tell people, you know, your story if you want, but for those who might not be familiar with Phil, we uh, went to college together. We were in the same fraternity together. Uh, some might even call him somewhat of a big brother to me. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's nice to have you on. And I thought just as we're in 2021, you know, obviously we're, you know, by the time this comes out, it might be a little bit later in the 2021 but I thought it'd be good to kind of check in. Obviously, you know, we could get into it a little bit, but you were in definitely in different place when we first talked than when you where you are now. So figuratively and literally, no, for sure. Yeah. So um yeah, just gotta kick it off. Uh, you know, how's everything going, man? It's it's been a while. Um, you know, so like what's what's the status updates? Want to <laughs> get the, the details. <laughs> yeah. No, no, first and foremost, man, thank you very much for inviting me back. Um, it was a, it's awesome, awesome experience to talk to you the first time and just uh, chop it up with you. And so to be back again and kind of not kind of, but definitely give you an update to what's going on. Um, Cause I think we did that back in 2018 or so. Yeah. Oh, it's it, 19. Uh, it might've been 19. It might've been 18. I don't even know anymore. Don't even know. Don't yeah, know. I know we. I recorded it like we recorded it like way before I even yeah, released it because I yeah. was just like I was just sitting yeah. on a stockpile of interviews. It was yep. like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I should probably put these out. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um. So I mean, yeah, I was at that time. I was in Denver, and over the past year and some change now, I have since moved back to Maryland. Um. So I'm back on the East Coast. During my span of grad school, I did like three internships or something, and I was working three jobs at a time at some some points of that time. Um, yeah, it got a little intense. For for those out there, Phil Phil works hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't evident. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but personally, I I got rid of friendships and relationships that were toxic. I remember, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, you, oh, yeah, come <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I'm a changed man now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but definitely even like those friendships that were just not, not good and the energy that was expending into it, it just wasn't good. And so, you know, refocused on things that mattered and stuff. Uh, I got a blog post, an academic blog post published 
Yeah, um, yeah. Your um, so, film went viral for a little bit there. I did. Yeah, <laughs> just just a little little academic bump. Um, so that was that was a cool experience. Just that that writing process and stuff. Um, of course, graduated um, with my degree in international security, and I got a pretty much my consider it a dream job as a at state and stuff. Yeah, I grew a beard, I hiked a lot. Basically, you're just becoming a lumberjack. Yeah, pretty much. You know, a lumber black, I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm definitely gonna go to the trademark office like right now and get that. Yeah, yeah. If it is already, right. absolutely, it should be. <laughs> right. But I mean, that's you know, that's a, a pretty good segue. When I think about last time we had talked, you were like, yeah. Like, I, I know the plan. I know what I'm going to do. I know, you know, if this is all su- successful in terms of what I'm doing right now, I know where I want to be out. <laughs> I think we joked around, you're out here catching bad guys and criminals down in, in Mexico. And so That's we're not right. going to talk uh-huh. about all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, it yeah. seems now you're kind of in the next step. So maybe yeah. this is a dumb question to ask, but, you know, to you right problem. now, do you feel like you're, you're living out your dream? Do you feel like, you know, you're still on the path of like, hey, yeah, like this is this is how I envision everything going. Yes. And the the fact that I am I am living out a dream, I'd say. And I recently heard a podcast that was distinguishing what makes like the difference between a dream and a goal. So I would say that, like, you know, when I thought to myself what I would be doing in, um, I guess, 2018 and two years or so, I'm doing just that. So I'm, you know, working in foreign affairs, uh, what I went to grad school for. I'm working in my field. Um, I'm enjoying it and loving the work that I do. It matters. And so those are all things that like built up this dream for me. Thus, it became a goal and I accomplished that. So I'm, I'm blessed to say that I'm living out my dream at the same time. Oh, <laughs> um, oh. I, at the same time. Caveats. I think that, yeah, right. <laughs> you know me, I love my my caveats and my nuances and stuff like that. <laughs> it just can't be uh, black and white with me. It's got to be a little gray. But um, I think that dreams can evolve. And so as, you know, as I'm loving life right now and, and truly living out a dream that I've had since I'm young, I'm just evolving that into, all right, what's, I guess, what's another dream that can become an attainable goal? And how do I reach that? And it doesn't necessarily mean me leaving the job or, or anything because I don't want listen, if somehow my boss listens to this, I do not want to leave. I'm <laughs> staying. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, got to worry about that. I love it. But, uh, but no, but no, just just thinking of, you know, um, like what else matters to me or what else do you reevaluating my values and stuff like that. And just how you contribute. Exactly, exactly, exactly right. So that's, I think that's the next step. There's levels to this stuff, you know what I'm saying? So this is the the next level dream that I'm reaching, a whole nother level. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I see, I see that. I get that. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's that's pretty cool that you at least, you you recognize and acknowledge like, yeah, like this is at one stage in my life, this is exactly what I wanted. And this is exactly where I want to be. But at the same time, life evolves. I evolve as a person. I have different interests, you know, that changes every day. Maybe in the show notes or something, if I could find the tweet, there was a tweet I saw recently that was basically like, you know, for most of us, we spend life thinking about these goals and everything. And we get to this one point in time. And then we're, we're so busy thinking about the next thing that sometimes we forget to, to savor. That's one point. This is the only thing we can yes. think about. And then we get yep. it and we're like, oh yeah. So I, I think, you know, there's always that balance of 
what's the next goal, but also appreciate where you are in life and appreciate the, the things that you're undertaking. Absolutely. That's actually one of the things that I want to focus on for 2021, just to be present and not always thinking and futuristic and all that other stuff, but just enjoy, enjoy the moment and like live in the moment and enjoy where I'm at, you know, and I do. Especially how the last year and, and some change, probably year, year and a half when, when this comes out, but like, yeah, it's been a year that I think if you don't focus on the moment, you're mm-hmm. kind of just like, this is all not good. Speaking of uh, not necessarily not good, but speak of the changes and everything for you coming back from the West coast or right. you know the Midwest or however you want it. I don't know, man. If you guys are listening out there in Denver, like, I'm sorry, like <laughs> I apologize, but yeah, just, you know, just coming back to the East coast, how has that been for you? Is it, I guess, like a re-culture shock or is there adjustment there? I know pandemic, obviously, so there's things that are a little different, but I would love to hear that kind of transition back. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I, I never thought of it like a, a re-culture shock and especially with the pandemic, like stifling my movements and stuff like that. There's so many things I was looking forward to once I got back out east, whether it's going to Echo Stage for a concert or traveling to Philly all the time in New York and stuff. But the good news, I mean, it's it's been great to be back in an environment that I know, whether it's my family or my girlfriend and my friends and my network and stuff like that. So it was great, even virtually just being back in that uh, whole home of D.C. and being able to travel to D.C., Maryland, Virginia so easily and stuff like that. So that's been great. Yeah, I definitely wish I could turn up. <laughs> on U Street, <laughs> enjoy enjoy that stuff. For for legal reasons, uh, I won't go into any any stories. That is good. I'm an angel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but yeah, I, you know, I definitely get what you're saying in terms of there's nothing like you know familiarity, right? And so while you know, I, I remember last time we we talked. You're very much like, yeah, like there's certain parts I really enjoy about Denver and yeah. and just Colorado in general. Yeah, yeah. I miss it, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm sure I'm you know, I'm sure you yeah. miss some things, but like coming back here, you're like, like you said, you got my family, yeah. you got friends yep. in the area, you got people you could see that you're like, oh my gosh, you know, so so I get that. It, it's probably a lot different than you imagine, like you said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> being in a pandemic, you very know, much so. you gotta sit in the house like 18 hours mm-hmm. a day. <laughs> You know, yeah, um, the moves and stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad you know you're you're enjoying it. At least uh, it seems like you're making the best out of it. Absolutely. Like you said, you you kind of been hiking and whatnot. Would you say, like, what are some things? You know, maybe it is the hiking, maybe it's something else. But I'm I'm curious for you, especially now that you're back home. What are some things that have really helped you? I don't know, kind of just maintain a, a, a level of sanity. It, it probably helps that you know you're living not by yourself. Yes. <laughs> and I will say this. So for, for my job, I had the uh, clearance process basically. And so I was on a holding pattern for a little bit and it was, I call it pre pre-employed. And so there was definitely a part of last year when I wasn't, I didn't necessarily have like things to do that was scheduled for me. And, and that it was fun because I found that the best way to maintain my sanity was to accomplish small goals, to pick, you know, something either for the day or for the hour or something like that, that I wanted to do and accomplish that. And then was also 
made sure that I wasn't too hard on myself for, you know, just to enjoy the moment or, uh, you know, enjoy the time that we had and, you know, to do something uh, fun with it. And speaking of fun, um, I definitely found or refound hobbies that I, you know, just kind of left by the wayside, whether it was because I was too busy with school or too busy with work and stuff like that. So reading, writing uh, definitely played a big role. I mean, I got, you know, dabbled a little bit in my my PS4 games and stuff like that. Still waiting on the PS5. So, <laughs> ooh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything about my status on the PS5 then. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> hey, but, some uh, people, some, also, hey, some people got connects. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I got all the notifications and I still can't get you know, still can't do it. <laughs> but hey, um, I, 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 that's another podcast for another day. I'll exactly, you know. Same. <laughs> But one of the one of the big things, and uh, I think that's uh, I'm taking this rule or whatever that I have um, into uh, 2021 is to execute ideas. And I've always wanted to be, you know, DJ a little bit. Okay. And so, you know, I'm saying I'm Uh-oh. sorry. I'm, I got to be a visual thing right here. I hope that I can do it. And so, I got me a little DJ controller. You know what I'm oh, saying, man? Oh, snap. The diplomatic DJ is coming back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see, I see you. So, uh, so yeah. For those not, uh, you know, who can only hear this right now, Phil just pulled out a controller, obviously, yep. but it's one of the things we talked about, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, last year even, or was that, you know, you're like, hey, like, I, yeah, I like DJ. I like the music. Yeah, I like I the vibes. Pick it, pick it off. Yeah, I see, I, you know, a little, a little, I don't know, I guess like a blend of, da- hopefully not David Guetta, actually, because... Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. yeah, yeah, I say like a like a like a carnage meets carnage meets Morgan Page meets Kavinsky meets The Weekend. Okay, I only got like two or three of those artists, mm-hmm. not before, <laughs> but I, yeah. I I do feel you. So, but that's that. Yeah. I mean, that's hey, that's really cool in terms of hobbies and whatnot. Yeah. That you're kind of like, hey, this is something that I like. Like, why why not you know do it? And I think exactly. As I'm like talking, I'm like, yeah, that that is so vital. I, you know, there's this obviously is one of my hobbies, but I think about so many things that I'm just like, oh yeah, it would be nice to do that. And then you know, there was a time during the pandemic where it was like, well, you have nothing but right. time, <laughs> so know. do it. Yeah, this yeah. podcast is a product that. But at the same time, it's it's interesting now that you see the world trying to get back to normal or whatever semblance of that you you have people are like oh yeah i'm gonna just leave this by the wayside or and you have some people that are like oh i really love this hobby i'm actually gonna pursue that in a way that's very engaging and and you know and and integrate it into my life uh, after this time period so that's really cool i guess as a transition because we you know brought up gata and kind of (laughs) <laughs> probably the cringeworthiness <laughs> that was that, that video um which if you know you're listening out there if anyone hasn't seen the video basically oh, i can't remember now when it was but basically it's like right after you know the the death of george but rather the strangulation of george floyd that david Geta, you know had i guess like a charity event slash kind of just he was having an event anyway and then he played mlk's i have a dream speech on top of some beats that he just made and you know he's fist pumping to martin luther king and you're just like sitting there and you're like i don't know what's going on (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah like basically if tone deaf made a record like that's how i describe it but yeah so you know using that as a transition you know 2020 and obviously even you know we're recording this January 2021 you know it's been it's been quite a year and some change 
you know, to you, what has been, I don't know, a, a headline or storyline that you thought has been very impactful to you? You know, it's been impactful, but if you had to narrow it down to like, this really just sums up kind of the, what I think has been the most important thing at this time, I would love to hear from you. So many things have happened. I feel like so many people are just like, oh yeah, that happened. I totally forgot about that. So I'd love to hear, you know, what's the one thing that's has stuck with you in some sense? That's a good question. You know, I think, I mean, I feel like not as cliche or, but as, as what people might expect, you know, the George Floyd, I mean, just his, his tragic death, I think the, the the toll that it took on me, I didn't really realize it until months later and stuff like that. You know, I felt I felt the gravity of it when it happened and the conversations that were being generated from it. Um, I, I definitely feel the the linchpin because even in classes, I'd feel like a like a rage or you know an anger when certain people would uh, talk about George Floyd or just or just domestic terrorism or non-state actors, violence and stuff like that. And I just feel either it's tone deaf or like they don't get the bigger picture. And then it's just the whole like throwing up my hands again. I'm like, why, why can't people just understand? And so, I, you know, I, I think that his, his daughter put it best when, you know, she said, you know, daddy changed the world because I think it just influenced such hard questions that even I had to, or excuse me, hard conversations that I had to have with whether it's family members, whether it's it's sad to say my my own family members or just you know people in my life and you know when people would check we got through a period when people would check in on you know all their black friends and be like you know is it really that hard you know is it is this really real yeah we've been saying that for a minute yeah you know like this This isn't new yeah you know (laughs) like so it just just that I think that news story definitely it weighed heavy on my heart but then there was another news story or like an article or piece that dealt with like black diplomats and the the, tr- the struggles or the the issues that black diplomats have abroad when, you know, they're either crossing the border and from Mexico and they're stopped by um, a CBP or somebody like that. And, you know, they're interrogated like, you know, that they're not Americans or anything or they're yeah. onto another country and the country's like, oh, um, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to you like a real American. And so I think that for me, it was powerful in the fact that it got me thinking about just my choices or, you know, the sometimes the unrequited love, not just for the country, but for the world sometimes that, you know, just treats us like outcasts and stuff. And it, it was a moment where I had to reevaluate just a lot of introspection over the, the past year. And I think that just encapsulate, encapsulates, you know, the, the, my love for the world and, you know, wanting to travel and all this, but then at the same time, knowing that, you know, these, these things happen everywhere, not just in America. Yep. And so um, there was, I never, I never got to a point where I was like, ah, am I doing the right thing or am I doing this right? Or should I be focusing more on like domestic side and like making my mark there and, you know, I think that it would be betraying my passions and betraying what I'm good at and betraying, you know, the 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 leader that I believe I will be one day in this arena. So, so yeah, so that, that was a new story that as I think back to it, I, I think, think about that. I, I think that's a good point. It's, it's interesting that, and not necessarily make the whole episode about this, but, you know, I think it is very important to talk about, and especially, you know, when this comes out, it'll probably be very close to going on a year since that, since, you know, the incident happened. And for me, I think the part that, 
not necessarily doesn't get talked about because I'm sure that, you know, there's people out there talking about it, but I remember the instance when Ahmad Aubrey, right? Yes. And, and really to me that actually, you know, when that video came out and when that incident happened, I remember that was a visceral, not only rage, yeah, hurt, and you know whatever your feelings are about what happened, what didn't happen, what was filmed, what was not filmed. Basically, you know, you had a person who you know died, who was killed, <laughs> who was killed. No matter, you know, before you even get to to fault. And so for me, it was just I felt it was unnecessary. Yeah. I sat there. I'm kind of like someone goes out for a jog as someone who, you know, I, I used to live in, in, you know, the South and in kind of rural parts. And, you know, I could imagine myself being on a jog or being on country roads and someone just be like, Hey, what's going on here? And I've myself have not necessarily on a house in the actual yeah. foundation, but I've gone and, and very <clears throat> similarly been like, Oh, where are they building over here? So um, that gutted me. I remember and credit to my, you know, coworkers and stuff. I remember, you know, my manager was like, "Hey, I get it. I, if you need to take a day, if you don't, you know, if you don't get anything done, I get it." But I, you know, encapsulating that and being concise, I think about that, that, that experience. Then George Floyd, Brown Taylor. I think it was really that plus COVID was such a perfect storm of people just literally being at home, seeing everything happen. They had to face it. They couldn't, you know, run away from it. It was in their face and it was interesting to see the people that did still run away from it and you know that still was like i still don't understand colin kaepernick why would he nail you know yeah and and it all ties (laughs) together and yeah and i even think and you know tying one more thread into it right i think i think back to walter wallace jr well you know it's it's kind of understood like this can happen anywhere like this type of thing can happen anywhere it really showed like how you know, this, this is very close to home. You know, my brother, apparently, you know, he was at the Y shooting hoops with the guy mm-hmm. like the wow. week before, like, or he was in the same gym shooting hoops at, at the Y. You know, wow. and, and so it's just crazy where, you know, like you see someone one week and, you know, they're gone, gone the next. So I think it's just obviously with the stories behind COVID, hopefully the vaccine, mm-hmm. hopefully if you're hearing this, you're either getting vaccinated or on, you know, in a group that will be vaccinated soon. But I think, you know, those stories are, are just to hear and really put in front center in someone's face about, hey, this is the experience of, of Black people, not just in America, like you said, but but worldwide. I think that was that was important. I don't even know how to transition from that. Right. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna try because you, you know, we we gonna do it, man. We gonna, gonna do, do it. it. I'm I'm curious, given you know, just talking about 2020 and even yeah. 2021 for you. You know, you kind of said, "Hey, I'm enjoying the moment. I'm enjoying. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure what's next, but I would love yeah. to hear. Do you have any ideas of the future? Do you have any ideas of mm-hmm. you know what what is the next step to to live your best life? Whenever my girlfriend sees me looking pensively or brooding somewhere. And she's like, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, oh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that's usually very true. <laughs> usually, you know, I'm just thinking about uh, various things. The next step or the, the things that I'm thinking about for, uh, I guess, the future. Yeah, I'm definitely developing a two-year, five-year, 10-year plan and stuff like that. And I think some of the things that, you know, most jump out at me, you know, the fun stuff, of course, uh, golden 
need need to get my golden retriever. I already have a list of names right now. You know what I'm saying? Some people have uh, baby names. I have dog names. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, gotta gotta crawl before I or walk before I run. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me. So yeah, um, and really uh, find a balance between you know my hobbies, my work life, and work life balance. You know, making sure that I don't put by the wayside. You know, I I would love to write a book, and so um, and get that out soon rather than later. And so um, definitely focusing on, um, you know, my passions and just what does that look like now that I'm working in a career that I love and just nurturing my, my friendships, my relationship, my, my family time, stuff like that. Just, just that. And, you know, definitely have aspirations to, I think earlier in the, our call, I alluded to being a leader in my field. And I think that I definitely want to take that and just continue to work my way up and Keep building. Exactly. Keep building, honestly. And definitely taking steps to that. Feel optimistic. So I probably read anything you put out. So, <laughs> you know, when I you, when you, you know, if book deal, no book deal, self-published, <laughs> you know, if you go, I, I can so, see you in Barnes and Noble all over. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my Barack Obama on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the Obamas out here with the, you know, with the, you know, back-to-back books and whatnot. I know what yeah, you're exactly. doing. I see. You know what I'm saying? Obama, if you're listening, also come on the show. But hey. I, I don't think Obama's going to hear this podcast. But <laughs> one one can hope. One can one hope. can hope. You know, absolutely. Kind of going off of that same sentiment, you know, I think it'd be interesting, kind of in like a time capsule moment. So, like yeah. I, I mentioned earlier, recording this what January 2021, uh, mm-hmm. approximately what's today's date? The 28th. I don't even know anymore. Time <laughs> time doesn't exist. It's a flat circle. It honestly doesn't exist. <laughs> really, it really doesn't. But for, <laughs> for you, I'd love to hear what is your hope for how the rest of the year goes? You know, right now, uh, it's been four, you know, someone someone made the joke about, you know, a possible movie title for Wednesdays in, in January 2021. And we had insurrection, mm-hmm. impeachments, investment woes. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and inauguration. And inaugurations, you know, so, oh, that's four, ooh, four eyes in, in 2021. But anyway, ooh. before I get sidetracked, so what are your thoughts on like where we go as, I don't know, like you already described some stuff for yourself, but I'm curious, you know, as a country, you know, specific to the US, maybe even as a, you know, a, a world and as a, a community, a global community, what are your hopes? Well, hopes. Yeah, I'll, I'll go micro and macro macro. Me personally, I mean, like I said, yeah, more life, more more health. I, I really want to focus this year, and I hope in December 2021 or January 2022, the, I don't know if it's the mantra or just the motivation that, you know, if I understand a passion and it becomes a healthy obsession, then um, not only will I change myself, but I can change the world. And so I just, I want to take that and, you know, I truly live that out day by day. And so um, that's my hope for uh, 2021 in terms of the country. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm. <laughs> yeah, we're I'm, gonna start. <laughs> I'm gonna get my Bernie meme on because. You know, Michael Michael Jordan. I think he said once the what is it? He said the floor is the roof. The the, the yeah the floors are the the ceiling is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. Right yeah, <laughs> profound. 
<laughs> I mean, now when he so, so he was talking about the stadium roof was yeah, the ceiling and, and whatnot. So, but you know, I'll hey, Michael, Michael, if you're listening, like shout out MJ, please man. don't sue me. And also, can I get some Jordans? I, you know, I would like that very much. So, some <laughs> something like that. I don't even know the numbers, but uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, oh um, yeah, you know, for the country. I mean, I. One, I love this country. I've always loved it. And, you know, even through the, the dark places and stuff, I mean, I, 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 I'm a public servant for a reason. And so I am optimistic that we can get to a place of uh, better understanding. Um, it's not going to be happen overnight. And I know that the political climate is still going to be tense at times. But I think that last year was some type of, wake up call. And this year, we're on a path to something better. You know, um, we've seen what four years of wildness can bring. And so yeah, sounds like they were listening to uh, MGK wild boy, (laughs) double timed or something, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But (laughs) so I am I'm optimistic that there are uh, wonderful people, whether it's, you know, from our generation, the millennial generation, Amanda Gorman, her, po- her poem was just so powerful. And like, I, the, the fact that she also blended in Hamilton into that, you know, whether it was the fig tree thing or the, just, it's, it was beautiful. But I think that, you know, restored the, the faith that I have in our country, you know. Um, and so I, I think that we can get to a better place. I hate to speculate what kind of place that will be. But I, there's there's just no way that we can't. <laughs> it's got to be better, you know. <laughs> like under new leadership and under a new generation of people um, coming to the the forefront of uh, just so many various avenues of change. Um, whether it's uh, politics, technology, science, communication, social media, like uh, um, you with your podcast, and just a plethora of, of new ideas being brought out and executing and stuff like that. I think I will be in better, a better place. And I mean, also for the world, I want to find something better than better. But um, there's a, especially in, you know, my field of study and stuff like that, read about a lot of dangerous stuff or, you know, uh, things that mm, doesn't keep me up at night or anything like that. But there's just a lot going on in the world. And so um, I think the one good thing is that America is ready to shoulder some of the burdens, not just domestically, but also, um, you know, in the world, leading by example more so. And so, you know, I think that just like in here, there's so many good ideas being generated um, day by day and just um, new leaders taking fold of their respective fields. And the, the danger of globalization, I think, is um, some of that's being eroded as people see the benefits of that. So I'm cautiously optimistic that we will, the world can, you know, it won't be kumbaya. I don't see a utopia at any point, but you know, at least at the end of 2021, one, I mean, the, the, oh man, (laughs) I just realized I'm talking about this and I'm like, the world, the world is, I mean, we're, we're suffering from a pandemic right now. And uh, there's just, I've, Feels complete tone deaf. <laughs> no, I no, but I don't. I don't think it's tone deaf. To be honest, I think uh, I think we need that optimism. I will yeah. personally say I'm actually. <laughs> while you're cautiously optimistic, I'm yeah. cautiously 
pessimistic. Pessimistic? <laughs> but at the same time, cautiously. So I, and, you know, hopes, right? In my, in my opinion, I had this thought and maybe it's a... Hot take, that's, I don't, you know, I don't know what that was with my mouth there. It's but, like a little uh, sizzle thing. Yeah, maybe bit. I'll just dub over that uh, with yeah. like actual uh, music. But hot take, I think that COVID in some ways is undoing a lot of the authoritarianism and populism that was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. taking place in some parts of the, I guess, Western world. Uh, let's yeah, say. Yeah. And so I'm in some ways on, on the optimistic side, you're like, well, COVID, if it wasn't for COVID, maybe you have a second Trump term. Maybe you have, you know, you, you, there's things going on in Italy. There's things going on uh, in Israel right now um, where you're just like, hmm, these, there's a lot of regimes changing because people are like, I now have the access to vote or I now have all the information from me. I also see the incompetence that is, it, it could be bred from these situations so you know you said something i hate to say it i recently saw a tiktok about just what you said about you know there's a domino effect and the guy was like it's so wild to me that harambe dying a gorilla dying led to people casting their ballots in 2016 for a gorilla which then led to trump presidency which then led to 400,000 Americans dying due to COVID. And it was just like those cascades of events, whether you think there's a correlation or causation, to be determined. But in, in, <laughs> in the 30 seconds or whatever of that video, I was just like, wow, there's... Butterfly effect. You know, yep. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 That, well. that, yeah, that makes, I, I, makes sense. But, you know, not to, not to ramble too much, you know, the pessimistic side of me, especially given the last month, uh, at least right now in January, I look at it and I'm just like, I hope people can look, you know, this is about living their, your best life. I hope people can live their best life, but it's very hard given the, the environment. But at the same time, I think, uh, especially what we're doing this week uh, in terms of GameStop and, you know, it'll be hilarious to look back at this in however many months, but the whole situation with GameStop versus the hedge funds and, and all that, I think it just shows the power of people if they collectively you know, operate in a way that is for the common good, or at least for what they believe is the common good. And, and so that, that makes me, you know, that's both pessimistic because the hedge fund, you know, why are we in this situation? But also it's just like people acting together because they're like, hey, this is the world we want to see change and, and we're kind of fed up with it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of despair, but um, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to maintain your hope, maintain, you know, their, um, to find your light, whether, you know, it's a person or a thing or anything like that, you know, there's a lot of light in this, this dark world, but, you know, DJ Khaled always says, it's cold world, bundle up. <laughs> and I know you guys find a way to put a DJ Khaled reference in it. I oh my gosh. I got his book on my bookshelf, right? There. I I, oh I remember, man. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> that's great. Uh I think um I think that's you know a good place to to end on there is just kind of you know it's I mean I'm physically cold, you know, right now because it's January. Yeah, you gotta bundle up, yeah, you know, protect protect yourself and, and kind of just keep trugging along. Major key alert. That being said, I'm I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. I'm glad to see that you're kind of you're living out your dreams. I'm glad that you know you're thinking about a lot of things. Uh, I'm sure there's people out there that are listening that are kind of like, yeah, uh, I'm thinking about a lot of these things too. 
Uh, and hopefully you're an inspiration to them that like, Hey, like, you know, whether it's go outside, take a hike, connecting with your moment right now, connecting with your people around you right now. I think that's so important because that just, uh, you know, it just, you know, the people around us and the moments around us, that's all we got. Right. That's so true. Yeah. They become no. Memories. So, yeah. So I'll stop rambling now, but just want to say, you know, again, thank you, Phil. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll be waiting for the book when it comes out. I'll be waiting for, for, you know, some, some hot beats when they come out. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're coming. I think. <laughs> As always, man, thank you for joining, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I'll catch you next time. Definitely. Thank you, Baz. And, uh, appreciate you having this conversation with me, having me on, uh, blessings to you, my brother. Blessings to you. <laughs> And that's the show. Thank you for listening. Be sure to leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy listening. Also, make sure to sign up for my newsletter and support the show by following us over on Instagram. Stay tuned for a bonus episode as we wrap up Season 2. As always, live, laugh, and learn. I was just going to interrupt and say, uh, I don't think my podcast is going to help change Man. any kind of policy or anything like that. But thank you to put, like, you were like, hey, so we got we got new people in government and we also got Baz's podcast out here. Hey, so, man, you know, hey, you never know. It could just take, just one person listens out of this episode or the one where you have Barack Obama and listen. I mean, it's all for the races, you know. Hey.